Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Time to make some plans for weekend gardening. Linda Hellenin is here. Hi, Linda. Hi there. I was joking earlier, I've set up the uh, the old auto sprinkler for the weekend with absolutely no uh, expectation that it will work, but you've got to try these things. <laughs> oh, you're not going to like my advice then. <laughs> yeah, tell me all about it. Tell me all about it. Yeah, so the problem with irrigation systems is they obviously they, they generally do more harm than good, which I know goes against everything you want to hear. But the reason that that is is that they water in a circle usually around each spigot. So any plant that is lucky enough to be in that area will be happy and will grow bigger and taller and then makes it that much worse for everything that's not in that area. And then if you get a spigot that gets caught or you know choked up with some mud and stops working, then everything dies straight away. So generally I always recommend watering by hand. It takes time, but it's so much better. Okay, okay. What, 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 you got water on the minds today, do you? I sure do. I thought we could talk about how to survive this heat wave we're having. And of course, as um, Murphy's Law of Gardening always strikes, it is now raining. <laughs> as I'm talking to you. <laughs> is, it, is it raining in South, South Auckland? It sure has just, it's just had a big blast of rain come through. So that's quite helpful for me because my garden is very dry. And at this time of the year, even if you love your garden and you're in it all the time, it is very difficult to keep things looking green and lush when we've got this much heat. And so sometimes you've just got to let things go. So if your lawn was perfect in spring and is not perfect now, just you're in the majority. Most of us have got that situation. So the, the key things to do is really just to kind of help things survive rather than trying to keep them looking pristine. So do things like raise the blades on your lawnmower, mow your lawns a bit longer, give them a little bit of extra length just to kind of protect the roots from the heat and um, don't fertilise at this time of the year. Wait until autumn, even though it's a natural reaction. If you see things looking yellow and dry, to think, oh, God, I need to feed it. Yeah. Uh, basically, just wait. Unless you're using an organic liquid fertiliser, something that's maybe, you know, compost-based, you can spray that on still. Okay. Um, but then generally, that means you're going to end up with lots of lawn weeds, and so you do still want to keep mowing, because otherwise all those weeds will set seed in your lawn, which will make it much worse. So just mow long and more often. Tell me about weeds in the lawn. I've got a bit of a problem at the moment. I, are you, I, I use that um, the weed and feed thing and end up having big problems. I killed my hedge. But oh, no. how about the broadleaf ones? Can I use those or am I staying away from all, all sorts of uh, killers? Well, I, th- I mean, I think there's two types of people in this world, aren't there? There are people with really great lawns and then there are people who ex- you know, expect and generally are rewarded with imperfection. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're of the latter, then just let, let those weeds be, to be fair, and hook them out by hand if you can. If you start spraying any kind of um, 
broad spectrum herbicide on yeah. your lawn, you end up with big holes anyway. And so okay. it actually doesn't really help. The only time to really do that is at the very beginning of the season where all those annual weeds are quite small. But I just kind of let them go. I mean, I've got clover in my lawn this year and it's like I'm not going to be able to get that out. So I'll just let it go down. In fact, it's pretty much the only green bit left. Will it end up colonising the lawn though? Like I don't, I can live with a few weeds, but I just worry that if I don't do anything about it, slowly my, my kind of lovely tall fescue or whatever it is yeah. will just get taken over by something uglier. Um, and to be fair, I've got tall fescue too, and this year is, it's really struggled, and it's the first time I've seen it really struggle. It's just the heat, I think, but what mm. will generally happen is it does come back again in autumn anyway, so if you've got some big weeds like dandelions, you know, big broadleaf things that cause a big hole, then I'd hook those out if you can. Yeah. But on the whole, I mean, I don't know, it's it's better to wait until autumn when lawns are better at establishing because if you're killing weeds off now it's pretty hard to get lawn seed to grow Got it. unless you're out there all the time watering those patches that you've killed off so just okay. leave them be for now how about veggies veggie gardens yeah so the problem with vegetable gardens is that all of the things that we eat have, have got one mission in life and it's not to feed us it's basically to set seed and to reproduce and so if you don't keep watering Things like tomatoes will stop flowering and just focus on all the seed production and the fruit that they've already produced. And beans especially are the worst at this. If you don't water and pick your beans, they will literally just swell up like, you know, those National Geographic pictures of boa constrictor snakes that have swallowed whole wildebeest, you know, they're yeah. all lumps all up and down. So if you don't keep watering and picking in your vegetable garden, it will just stop production, set seed, and you'll have nothing left. So focus your attentions on your edible crops. If you've only got limited access to water, especially if you're in an area with water restrictions, use use the good water for your vegetable patch and use your grey water, so things like your washing machine water or your washing up liquid water, anything that you've got spare, you can use that on things like, you know, citrus trees in pots or plants that are in the garden that are looking a bit bleak but probably won't die. So ornamental shrubs and things like that. I mean, hydrangeas, they tend to work quite badly at this time of the year if you don't water them, but they never die. So Mm. you have to put up with it and then hope for rain. And generally my advice at this time of the year is don't do anything if rain is forecast. Don't do it until it's actually raining because often you'll see big black clouds and you'll think, oh, good, we're going to get a heavy downpour. I'll plant all my seedlings out. And then it just doesn't rain. (laughs) And then you get a dry day the next day and everything dies. So, yeah, wait till it's actually raining and then start doing some stuff. The other thing to keep in mind is that even a good heavy rain at this time of the year, a lot of that will just run off the soil because it's baked hard on top. Uh So if you've got pots especially, a good tip is when you're watering your pots at this time of the year is to fill up a watering can and just add like a couple of squirts, a couple of drops actually, not squirts, of um, dishwashing liquid. And if you tip that into your pot, what that does is it kind of stops it from repelling the water. So it will soak in better because dry potting mix is next to impossible to re-wet. It becomes hydrotropic it's called where it actually repels water so a little bit of um just you know natural i mean i just use palm olive to be fair anything from the kitchen and yeah keep up the water to potted plants because they have no regard to you know (laughs) to safety and survival when it's really hot they will they can die in a day if it's really hot best time of day to water um, I prefer to water at night just because that's when I'm, you know the kids are in bed and I've got some time. Uh, but generally, if you live in a humid area, you should water in the morning rather than in the evening because that humidity combined with putting a lot of water on the garden at night tends to bring about a lot of mildew. And so if you're growing things like pumpkins and you're watering them at night, chances are you'll have pumpkins with powdery mildew before you know it. So better to water 
um, in, in the evening if it's cooler or in the morning if it's hotter, which is kind of not really um, what you would think because you'll think, oh, I'm going to lose it all to evaporation. But actually, if you're watering in the morning before the sun's really hot, a lot of that water will soak down to the roots anyway. So it does a, a world of good. Fantastic, Linda. Have a lovely weekend and thanks so much for your advice today. You're welcome. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.